0: Welcome back to The Emergent Show. So what do you get when you have a serial entrepreneur and a restaurant hospitality person join each other and start a company? Well, a failed restaurant company, right? (laughs) The Cork Brothers actually tried to start a restaurant consulting firm. That did not work for them. But they did what most people don't do. They listened to the customer. And now... They have some fantastic social media presence and their own company, Cork Brothers Studio. They have worked with the likes of Rabbit Hole Whiskey, Angry Orchard, and they also run Jekyll Brewing's social media pages, as well as Julie and Adley Real Estate. These two guys not only bring energy, fire, they also bring such and attitude, and man, the personality for these two is amazing. They talk about a lot of good things if you're ready to start a business, and where the best platforms for certain things might be. So let's hear what Michael and Andrew have to say. All right, hey guys, thanks for joining us. Today we have the Cork Brothers, so uh, if you guys can go ahead and introduce yourselves, and then we can, you know, kind of talk a little bit
1: definitely yeah so we are the cork bros and i am andrew and this is mike we co-founded cork bros studios in 2018
2: yeah and the reason we're called the cork bros is both of our last names have cork in it so i'm michael cork and andrew is andrew mccorkle oh yeah you know it it was meant to be it was
0: (laughs) <laughs> did you guys search each other out just for that or, or how did that yeah, work? Yeah, yeah. Andrew
2: put out a, um ad on Craig's list. Like, <laughs> <the business part.
0: laughs> so that's awesome. So I know you guys kind of founded that, you know, the Cork Brothers and everything. And right now you guys are doing branding and all that stuff, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And so when you started that business, who were some inspirations for it? I think
1: our biggest inspiration was Gary Vee. Uh, Gary Vee is huge on content creation. Um, and branding yourself. And so, man, we consume hours upon hours of his content. Um, and then Mike is a lot of the creative direction, so he's got some different ones too.
2: Yeah, I mean, um, when it comes to content, Gary Vee was definitely from the start where right. we uh, kind of, he was like our launch pad. And then um, trying like figured out content creation, videography, photography. I mean, there's a bunch of YouTubers out there that have great content that, you know, walk you through and show you pretty much just how big and how much potential there is when it comes to creating content. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's actually funny because how many people listen to Gary B and then don't create content, but they yeah. consume hundreds of hours of it and they, yeah. they keep saying, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. And then they never do it. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, we've... We've seen so many people who are like, oh, we watch Gary v-, and then we go to their social media and they posted last year, you know, <laughs> like that was the last yeah.
0: time we posted. And we actually had a conversation with a gentleman the other day who wants to build his business on LinkedIn, Yeah. Um, which I know a lot of businesses actually built on LinkedIn as opposed to many other social media platforms. Yeah. But he posts once a day if he's lucky, maybe once every three days. Yeah. And then he doesn't even post correctly. He just puts a link up there, which jumps somebody off LinkedIn and crushes the post. And then he gets like two likes. Right. Yeah. And so if you want to build a business, you've got to understand the platform you're going to be
1: on. Sure. Exactly. (laughs) You know,
2: Uh,
0: so you guys do the branding for companies right now. Mm -hmm. How was securing that business to begin with? Like, where did you first secure that from?
2: Oh man, it was uh, it, it was tough. It was <laughs> tough because when we first started, we did not know the answer to that question. And I feel like the first 10 techniques and things we tried weren't the answer to the question either. So um, uh, in terms of starting to secure that business and when we first really got into it, a lot of it was, it started out just door to door. Like we'd show yeah. up to businesses, ask for the owner or the manager yep. and try to get a conversation with them. That's where it first started. But um, the thing that really got us our foot in the door when we'd go and talk to them is offering them free content. Yeah. So saying we can do a photo shoot for you, or we can do you know if you send us your product or we take your product, we'll give you some product photography of it or something. Yeah, and that had a lot more people talking to us than you know just saying hey we want you to pay us money. You right, know, coming in and asking for the mail. That's
0: the that's the Gary V. preach, right? Yeah. Um. Yep. And so, did you guys try the dollar eighty strategy? I mean, you know, a lot of people try that kind of, you know, toss all those messages into the DM and hope that one or two come back, right?
1: Yeah. So, when we first started, we actually created a VIP list. So we would get 40 to 100 different people and we'd comment and we'd like, and we'd share their stuff. And it really started to build an organic follower who was loyal to us. Because a lot of people just want random followers, but we were strategic, who's interested in content, who's interested in what we're posting about. And then we'd go find similar posts and go see who's commenting and liking those. And then we'd build that VIP list just kept growing and growing. And then, um, yeah that was just it was a very it worked very well for us and it's kind of turned into reaching out to different companies through direct messaging on instagram and that's worked really well so it's evolved over time but it's you gotta um give to get yeah, <laughs> I yeah. 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 there's
2: there's definitely a volume component in it too like mm-hmm. you know, no matter how great your stuff is no matter how great your messages and all those different things some people just aren't even going to open it or look at it or read it so you've got to hit a bunch of people, hoping maybe 10%, 5%, whatever percent reach back to you. Yeah,
0: right, and I think that, that's the strategy, right? It's a numbers game. So yeah. you hope that you get that percentage. Uh, you know, I do the same thing. I mean, doing what I do as a recruiter, you, you do hit a lot of people. Some aren't interested, some aren't. Yeah. But I also give away free content doing photography. So, I'm you probably- know, I do some photography portraits in Cleveland here yeah only chefs um i don't care about the food and i don't really care about the product right <laughs> yeah i care about the chef like and the yeah. thing and so it's a little bit of a different strategy because i'm like i just want to take a picture oh we got somebody who takes a picture of food oh i don't want to do the food i want you like yeah i yeah. want you to showcase who you are yeah and i love that strategy That's and awesome. i've been doing it for since september so it hasn't been a year and I've had three people reach out this month and say, what do you charge? And I was like, see, now it's time to charge because I've been doing it for nine months for free, right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah, yeah, we we created free content for over a year. like, yeah. And we still to this day, we still there's still different projects that we will do complimentary to get our foot in the door. Like people think that's just a one or two month, oh, and then I've built my brand and now I could charge everyone I come in contact with. But you got got to provide value first before you can ask for the sale in today's day and age. So
0: let's do a little plug right now. Is there any company, if they happen to be listening or maybe we can share it to them (laughs) that you guys want to work with? Let's hear yours and I got
2: mine. Oh, man, there's a <laughs> there's there's a ton of companies we want to work with. Um, I mean, if you're in the uh, if you're in the um, liquor spirits, beer, wine, whatever industry, whether you're small or big, we want to work with you like we've uh, we've zeroed in on that over the past year um, doing shots with that videography with um, with the with the alcohol. Yeah. And I mean, it's it's fun yeah it's uh there's crazy things you can do because people usually have unique bottles and cans uh, and all those different things so definitely in that um space yeah i
1: would say mine i got one (laughs) that i have my eye on i've been messaging her on uh instagram and commenting on their page as well the slutty vegan here in um atlanta pinky cole is the founder of it and um, she's just a huge inspiration with what she's done with her brand and you know she's on chip bags now and she's opening up 11 locations in two years she's going international and right. she's created foundations and different things like that so pinky cole if you would check your dms on instagram <laughs> we're trying to work with you <laughs> we'll see if we can
0: get you there i do know that i love your guys' uh your style like that rabbit hole one like you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a whiskey bourbon guy. And like that one, like that one speaks to me, especially when, um, I actually did a event to do photography for a restaurant and he built his whole Friday menu around them. And like, it was super cool because all the food paired with the the whiskey and all the, you know, the desserts paired with it. And so, yeah, that was really cool. But, uh,
1: yeah. And so Real quick, what did you what did you like about the photo? What
0: spoke to you? Was it the design? Was it just that it was rabbit hole? What was it about the yeah, photo? The design and the lighting. You know, and I've done some bottle photography shots before, and they've turned out pretty well. But lighting is the key. And I can't stress that enough when anybody's, for branding of any sort. If yeah. you're doing a video, you know, the lighting is good. If you're doing a photography, the lighting is, has to be good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... It was the lighting and just the swirl. It just looked great. I mean, it awesome. really did.
2: Oh yeah. So so on that rabbit hole, we wanna we wanna keep working with you guys, man. You guys have a they have a great product. I mean, yeah. That was probably my favorite alcohol I've ever drink. drank was uh was that bottle they sent us. So. So you guys do a lot on different platforms.
0: What is your bread and butter platform and why? Instagram. Instagram.
1: Uh, is our big one it's very visual it can communicate our message out um in the correct platform and um, we found a lot of success on it um there's a great open rate from different businesses checking their dms um sharing to the story like getting sh- stories we shared um businesses reshare our content um angry orchard um founders brewing just water um all these different companies have reshared our work on their platforms. So found a lot of success there.
0: Yeah. And I actually talked to a couple of different photographers and, and, you know, I think the real estate ones can do well on LinkedIn. Yeah. Uh, it seems to be a struggle unless you, cause you can't target as much on LinkedIn as you can on other mm-hmm. platforms. Um, but do you still feel that a brand or somebody that's working on branding should be on all platforms?
1: Yeah. So, um, I think the 80-20 rule, right? Mm -hmm. So we put 80% of our time and efforts into Instagram and we're going to perfect that. And then, you know, there's a lot of value on being on LinkedIn because Instagram, you could talk to the brands, but on LinkedIn, you could find the CEO of Just Water and message him the photos or the director of marketing, different things like that. So um, I think there's a lot of value on being on more than one platform. And uh, yeah, what do you think?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's hard to tell where uh, which platform is going to be great for you Um, all. As you said, like if you're in real estate, LinkedIn is probably like, you know, there's some that are no brainers, but unless you really try multiple platforms, you're not really going to know for whatever reason where your unique uh, niche is. Yeah, Yeah, I
0: follow a lot of, uh, I'm connected with a lot of, uh headshot photographers on linkedin and of course i follow them on instagram too but they do really well on linkedin yeah and so have you guys ever shared the videos i know you shared the photos have you ever shared videos and things on linkedin as well
1: yeah we've shared to our my personal one i've uh posted photos and videos on there um and they I just I'm trying to figure out LinkedIn, man. It is. It's, <laughs> well, hey,
0: uh, I'm kind of a LinkedIn expert, so we can keep talking. You know, let's hear it about. I mean, yeah. I think that you really have to tell a story with that photo. Like the other day, I posted a photo of a guy. He was an actor. I took the picture in downtown Cleveland at Playhouse Square, and he was kind of dressed up in a vaudeville outfit. Yeah, That's what I love to do. So I I put that picture up there. I think we got to. 3000 views and 50 likes and it was just a story that told why I do it and you know it's the side gig and everybody should have one and all that stuff so you tell that story use the right hashtags LinkedIn's getting big on hashtags okay not as big as Instagram but you know it's there and um, yeah I, I think if you guys can do that that'll really you know be big do you feel videos have a stronger ROI on different platforms than they would just regular photos. I mean, of course, LinkedIn's different, but what about Instagram and Facebook?
2: 100%, 100%, um, hands down videos. I mean, there's just the, uh, the human element, like our eyes are naturally attracted to motion and in videos. You get that in only in photos, you can only imply motion. Um, so when someone's scrolling through their feed, no matter what feed it is and something starts moving, they're going to, pay a little bit more attention to it and if it's a good video and it's engaging, they'll start watching it. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: And I I think if you think about the evolution of social media, when Instagram first came around, um, you started seeing photos of every single thing, food and nature and all these different things. And we've consumed so much content on Instagram and social media photos over the years that people are just they see like you can see a lunar eclipse and you're just like oh it's cool and you just (laughs) keep scrolling you know but if you have video content out there um you could really tell a story and it captures people's attention and that first three seconds of the video you got to really hit on that or they're they're gone
0: yeah i gotta tell you a story the other day i was scrolling through your guys' instagram and i have mike and you know and he started talking you know so i didn't want to hear what he had to say i hit the unmute button right yep. <laughs> and i'm listening to him and i was like oh cool and i keep scrolling and of course then every video that has music starts playing and you're like ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how do i stop it oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one thing it catches me every time but yeah. you know, but you're right because i might go through 25 photos and another video pops up and then you know it's somebody screaming in the background you're like, oh man but, yeah, yeah
1: exactly
0: so you guys came from different industries though right mm-hmm. so you guys had started a restaurant consulting firm even though how'd it go <laughs> i
2: don't know if it went about <laughs> as poorly as it could it was w- more of without, a dream than a business yeah, without causing <laughs> lasting harm <laughs> <laughs> gotcha.
0: gotcha
1: um yeah so i spent about 10 years in the restaurant industry and uh I'll, Mike has a lot of background in entrepreneurship and went to Babbling and so let's combine our knowledge for a restaurant consultant business and um, we got zero customers um, yeah. and um, it's funny we actually sold the customer like three weeks from starting our business and then the day we went to go sign the contract I get a call right when I pull up to the parking lot I'm like, oh, yes, they're about to give me some good news. Get on the phone. He said, hey, by the way, um, I just talked to the um, like the sole owner, and uh, we're shutting down the restaurant, so we're not going to yeah. use your services. And I called Mike. I was, on, he the was on the way.
2: was on the way, and he thought it was a joke. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I, I couldn't believe it. I thought it was – I definitely thought it was a joke. Um, yeah. 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 Then a week later, you know, everything was shuttered, closed down and and that was it. Yeah. So we we started off
1: doing uh, data analytics. We didn't know what the data was or how to analyze it. Um, We started off doing menu redesigns, had no background in design, Um, couldn't design a menu for anyone. We were gonna reorganize their kitchen for them. Um, what else? What else do we have?
2: Uh, we're doing like uh, those spreadsheets. Those oh yeah, spreadsheets P- of, like
1: analyzing P and Ls, yeah,
2: um, labor, all that stuff, um, menu profit um, analysis, yeah. um, all all these just really boring stuff for us. That yeah. honestly, we didn't have that much background in. We just thought it sounded yeah good. Yeah. You know, we thought you know that's what we should be doing, not what we wanted to be doing or what we we could be doing. And so for like nine months, we just wandered in that wilderness. No clients, just like, yeah, just trying, trying, trying. And and, um, the way we transitioned from that to what we do now is towards the end of that nine months, we're trying to figure out how to get our foot in the door. That's when we started offering free um, food photo shoots to the restaurants so that we could uh, start a conversation with them. And we realized the only thing they cared about was <laughs> the photo shoots, like in the photos. Like even after we delivered the photos, they didn't want to talk about data. They didn't want to talk about anything. They're just like, you know, these photos are really great or whatever. And you know, that's all that they cared about. So it yeah. took us a few months after that. Then we realized we're like, let's just focus on what they care about yeah. instead of trying to force them to care about something else. Yeah.
0: So it didn't necessarily fail. It just led you down the right path.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. And we've learned from more so our failures
0: than our successes. And I think that is key. We all do, don't we? Yeah. For what um, I wouldn't ask what you guys would do different, but you guys keep mentioning the photos and the videos and things. What kind of equipment do you have? Because every time I post a photo, like when I posted the one I did with the Playhouse Square, two or three people were like, oh, I want to get a new camera. Which one do you use? Right. So which one do you guys use?
1: yeah so what's cool about our business is that we didn't take out a loan or anything we've just any all the money we've made we've reinvested and Mm -hmm. paid ourselves a portion as well but that's one thing we really pride ourselves is we have no debt and we've done our thing but mike is the content creation extraordinaire (laughs) and over this past nine months we've gotten so many cool tools
2: yeah we got we've got a lot of toys (laughs) we um We use a mirrorless Sony A7 III. Okay. Um, And then we have we have a few different or a couple different Sony lenses with it. One uh, 90 millimeter macro lens for portrait and food photography and product photography slash videography, and then a um, 20 millimeter um, wide angle for any type of event or just you know where we need that wide wide field of view. We have a uh, Mavic Air 2 drone Mm -hmm. for all those aerial shots. And we just got, as you were saying in the beginning, lighting is incredibly important. Right. Um, Like you could take, if you proper lighting, you could take your phone camera and do something frisky. Mm -hmm. So we just got um, a couple video lights. Um, The the Godot, I think they're the VL150 and 250 or something. Okay. Yeah, or Godox, I'm gonna call them Godot, but the Godox (laughs) ones. yeah and okay, i call them go doc so it doesn't yeah, exactly. like, I, I have the same thing so like, <laughs> right. yeah and so like with all those different things um as andrew was saying we just um added each one mm-hmm. time by time like when we got the sony we didn't have any of the lenses we had a sigma lens and so the sony is a full frame camera and we got a like oh my god i, I don't even know what frame the lens is for but wasn't using the whole sensor mm-hmm. we didn't realize that until months after we got it so yeah. we're using half of our camera Essentially, Sony
0: plays that trick on you if you're not. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: (laughs) So once we uh, once we realized it, and we saw the file sizes were double after we got the appropriate lenses, we're like, wow, this
0: is. um, Yeah, because I use the same camera, and I have the I have nothing but Tamron lenses, uh, and I have. 1635 i do have that as a sony but and then i have a 28 to 70 and a 70 to 180 which is brand new and actually hasn't come off the camera since i got it <laughs> <laughs> it's <$10. laughs> and, and it's just it's so they're so great but yeah i mean it, it's funny because people do ask they go oh, what camera do you use and i used to use canon and switched over because i yeah. you know, wanted to go mirrorless but i didn't like canon's mirrorless and yeah, you know so i sold all my canon stuff and again, didn't put any money into it. I just was like an even exchange yeah. uh, and kind of go from there. So you guys did your own thing. You know, a- Andrew, you said you came from restaurants. Like, what's it like? How is that different from working for somebody and working for yourself?
1: Man, um, it, it's a blessing, man. I uh, I was miserable towards the end there, you know, working in restaurants basically since I was 16 to about 26, 27 And, you know, 50, 100-hour weeks. Um, I always had these great ideas, but, you know, within a corporation or a franchise, they don't really jump on those ideas and you kind of got to do what they tell you to do. So I feel like I have a lot of creativity and I wasn't able to use it within the big businesses. And so um, it's just, it's awesome to be able to do our own thing, but at the same time, it's very challenging. Mike and I could wake up every day for the next month and play video games, and mm-hmm. we don't have a boss to tell us otherwise, you know. But you know, during during quarantine in you know 2020, we uh, we just had to force ourselves to keep showing up. And a lot of people stopped working, and we saw a lot of photographers and influencers kind of take a break. But we just kind of pushed through that um, because it's our business, and we're passionate about it. And right. yeah, so yeah.
0: What about you, Mike?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's chaos. Like, yeah, doing your own thing is like just continuous chaos <laughs> that you never really get a handle over. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah. I love that. Like, I, you know, it doesn't it doesn't bring me anxiety. I can see how it would bring a lot of people anxiety, but right. it doesn't bring me anxiety. Yeah. And it's I don't know, it's kind of the state of I want to be in because you always have constantly um, new stimuluses new problems that you have to figure out and tackle and there's no playbook to do it yeah. so it's not like someone else is telling you oh just do xyz you know follow these steps and you're good for the day it's like we have things that we need to accomplish or we have goals sometimes a lot of times it's like um we'll have a goal right mm-hmm. andrew and i we have our weekly uh, strategy meetings every monday and so we'll have goals and we have no idea how to accomplish them and we're just <laughs> talking through right. How to how to get from where we're at right now to yeah. actually accomplishing that goal and sometimes we don't figure it out yeah. in that meeting sometimes we have to go and ruminate on it and think about it yeah. um and then come back later and then like maybe andrew will call me or text me be like yo actually i figured something out about this yeah. or i'll same same thing vice versa yeah so i mean it's it's fun i haven't felt as alive as i do during this yeah, like absolutely. it's because of how tough it is, yep. because of how chaotic it is, you really feel every small thing actually feels like an accomplishment. Yeah, yeah and, and to that is. point, I feel
1: like after the first year, once you get used to just facing the challenges head on, then you start to enjoy it. Yeah. The first year, you know, I was taking naps before <laughs> sales pitches and whatever, because I was so stressed. I was like, what are we doing out here? I knew we were going to get rejected every single time so it's like getting used to rejection and different things like that but yeah after man at this point I, I wouldn't want to be doing anything else and you couldn't pay me any amount of money to go be a cfo cmo ceo of another company i mean it's just completely yeah. different
0: so anybody who's thinking right now right coronavirus is still kicking and you know people are kind of losing their jobs or furloughed yeah what about some like tips? Maybe three quick tips you can give to anybody who is considering starting their own business.
2: Sure. I think the first thing you got to do is just do. You're not gonna know it, honestly. Whatever plans you have, whatever strategy you have, it's gonna go out the window in a few months or less. So just start doing it because then you can start pivoting and figuring out how to actually right. accomplish the thing. It's a good yeah. one. Uh, drown out the
1: outside noise. So you're gonna hear a lot from your parents and your friends and your family. Uh, hey, like, why would you start a business during a pandemic? What are you doing? So you just gotta become confident in yourself and you kind of just gotta drown that out. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, yeah, I'd say I'd say, learn. Like, yeah, that's the biggest thing. Andrew and I didn't know anything about what we actually do for the business now two yeah. years ago. We didn't know a single thing, but we spent consecutive months consecutive years at this point just learning constantly and i like you know people still know way more than us about the stuff we do but we are night and day from where we started and any business you're in like you want to consistently be learning because that's where the true value that you're providing to people and you're providing to the world comes from
1: yeah so do learn drown out the outside noise
0: and you know the free resource of youtube actually helps a lot of people i just think people don't they, they don't think about it they say well i'm gonna watch friends on hbo tonight or yeah. you know the office on netflix but you know you should be watching two hours of something on youtube to make yourself better right and, and exactly. I think that's, you know at least that's what i did yeah <laughs> no exactly
2: yeah, yeah there would be there would be times where i would want to queue up you know a youtube video for fun but i'd watch so many like photography or videography videos like right next to it would be something about like lighting or Photoshop or something I'd be like let me go and watch this 15 minute video on Photoshop instead of you know this other thing yeah Yeah. it's
0: awesome well guys I appreciate it I really am happy that we were able to connect Um, I'll definitely share everything and I'm gonna post this all over LinkedIn you know what I'm gonna do is give you guys the time real quick where can people find you and where can they uh, get in touch
1: definitely yeah so um a few things you can find us on social media platforms the cork bros so t-h-e c-o-r-k-b-r-o-s uh instagram twitter facebook linkedin um which we're going to step up now that we've had this conversation um and then cork bros studios.com is our website awesome. um, you could find some of our work on there and we'd love to chat And we just love to talk to people about their business ideas and help them achieve their vision.
0: Great guys. I appreciate the time. Thank you. Absolutely.
1: Thank you so much, John.